Welcome to the Fire and Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow. I believe in taking massive, inspired action from an awakened soul. This show is a weekly dose of spiritual principles, personal development, and success strategies for creating an epically aligned life. Here's to your wildest dreams coming true with less hustle, grit and grind, more flow, ease, and grace. I'm the founder of the Live Video Mastery Academy, a TV host, speaker, best-selling author, and proud fur mama, and I'll be sharing real talks with successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, best-selling authors, spiritual luminaries, and high-performance experts in this unfiltered, transformational, and soul-centered podcast. Things are about to get real. Are you ready? Let's get started. Well, hey there, and welcome back to Fire and Soul. Today is such a treat that I get to share my dear friend, uh, Rika Zimmerman, with you. Oh my goodness, you are in for some goodness. But before we go there, I just want to quickly let you know, in case you uh, haven't heard me talk about it here, our Podcast Accelerator program kicks off this coming Wednesday night, May 27th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, and there's still time to enroll. We just have a few spots left. But if this is something that you've been considering, if there's a little nudge, if there's a whisper of like, hmm, is a podcast for me, we would say follow that nudge and join the program. You'll be around a kick-ass community of vision action takers, right? Vision and action takers who've all listened to that same nudge. And the program is completely full service. You don't have to have any of that overwhelm of learning, you know, how to do it on your own. And there's something really powerful about an entire group going through a process together where you all have one singular focus. The momentum, the accountability, the support, the focus is off the chain. And so if this is something that you've considered or that you've thought about or you've got a little nudge about, then follow it and just come into the program. So you can get uh, more information on the podcast Accelerator that does kick off again Wednesday night at 5.30 p.m. Pacific on my website, and that's fireandsoulpodcast.com. That will be in the show resources of this episode, which brings me now full circle to this uh, recording. I titled this, How to Find Peace in a Pandemic. Because it's it well, it's a double entendre to be honest. Because what you'll hear in this conversation, as um, I get to uh, <laughs> have my one of my favorite conversations that I've, I've had in a very very long time with Rika Zimmerman, who is just a beautiful soul, and I'll go into that in just a moment. But we basically uncovered it's you know the global pandemic that we all find ourselves in, you know, due to COVID nineteen is just another pandemic. I mean. There's all this other stuff around not feeling loved, seen, worthy, enough, all of that stuff that we cover in this conversation. And it's like at one point I started laughing. I'm like, that's the real pandemic. And she's like, yes. Anyway, so you guys are going to really enjoy this conversation, but I, I want to give a little background on Rika. She talks about it briefly in this, in the beginning of this episode, but I really need to give her her due because she is, I mean, she's a sought after leader, y'all. She's got a 14 year track record as an international thought leader speaker and author on the topic of life transformation. She's founder and CEO of the Life Transformed University. That is a now more than $10 million company. She's worked with over a couple hundred thousand people 
people all around the world. She's certified uh, over 220 coaches with her proprietary methodology, which has helped to scale her business. She's obviously a big social media influencer, and she's spoken at you know major venues and stages such as the Conscious Life Expo, Mind Body Spirit, Sage Levine's Women Rocking Business, Panache Desai's Global Gathering. I'll be there myself this coming August. Knock on wood, we'll see where we are. She shared, shared stages with people like Wayne Dyer, Reverend Michael Beckwith, Neil Donald Walsh, Marion Williamson, John Astaroff, and many, many others. I mean, listen, yes, she is a business powerhouse, but her spiritual essence and the love that she exudes and that radiates from her from the moment that you are in her presence, whether it be on this podcast episode, a Zoom training, if you have the good fortune of getting to meet her in person, it's all the same. I was blown away by what she was able to help me tap into which is true peace and the access points that she gives to you in two different methods in this conversation in less than 40 minutes is so cool. I have a feeling this is going to be one of those conversations that you come back to, that you bookmark and that you want to revisit again and again and again until you own it because it's all possible for you. And the peace and euphoria and eureka that I mentioned that I was experiencing and it felt so expansive and I was so peaceful. Throughout this conversation, as I was going through the process that she was going to take all of us through, including you, obviously, is what I wish for each and every one of you. So without further ado, please enjoy this beautiful conversation about reclaiming your peace with Rika Zimmerman. I am so thrilled to have you here, my friend. So welcome Rika Zimmerman to the Fire and Soul podcast. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. It is such a pleasure and such an honor to be with somebody like you. You know, the first moment we met, I was like, you are my soul sister. Like, you know, we are cut from the same mold. <laughs> so it's been a pleasure and I'm so excited to be here. To get to hear you say that honestly just almost made me cry. I did not expect that to come out of your mouth. I'm deeply honored by that. And we haven't even known each other long, which really speaks to, I think, the gravity of what you were saying and that I definitely felt, which is a soul sister on the same path, you know? And when I got to meet you on New Year's Eve, because Miss Natalie Ludwell, who's been on this show, brought you to our New Year's Eve party, if you will. It was like a deep processing party where we all cried and shared and it was so beautiful. I was like, oh my God, who is this little sprite? What is this? This little spiritual goddess is in this, is in this house and this energy that you were exuding was nothing but pure love. So oh my gosh, I had the same trip. experience with you. That is so awesome. I was like, you know, you were talking about how you're surrendering deeply into love and that that's the most important thing. And like, you know, and I was like, oh my God, I love her. Oh my God, I love her. <laughs> oh, that's how I felt about you. And then to hear so, you know, a little bit more of your story and which I want to share today on the podcast. And we have a lot that we can do in this short amount of time together. And so in, instead of trying to cram it all in, y'all, let's just say we can easily have Rika back. Um, although she's typically in high demand and, you know, jet setting around the world, changing lives around the world. But um, to have you here and, and, uh, and to get to know where you've been 
And where you are now and where you're headed is really beautiful. And it's so perfect for Fire and Soul. And it's really perfect as we are in the midst of COVID-19. So I'm just honored to have your consciousness here. So I would say the best way that I know to describe you is a global thought leader in the space of consciousness. You know, you've transformed hundreds of thousands of lives. You're the CEO and founder of the Life Transformation University, which by the way, is a 10-figure organization, y'all. So this is a spiritual powerhouse with a real, real story that you experienced and embodied your own transformation and then learned how to share it with others. So can we start there, just a little backstory on how you came to be the woman that you are now that's impacting in such a beautiful way? Oh, thank you. Yes, it's, it's really my divine pleasure and honor to get to be a messenger of our true selves and return us home to who we truly are. It's like there is nothing more beautiful. So my journey I grew up in a house, probably a lot like you guys, you know, where you had traumas, you know, I had my father pass away, me and my mom didn't have a very good relationship. And in my 20s, I found myself completely clobbered in self-judgment. I mean, I was like, I couldn't, I wanted to get on stage and be a singer and I couldn't, you know, I didn't have even that possibility. So I started looking for, you know, what else is possible. And what I found in this journey is that our childhood then begins to shape our adulthood until we graduate from those patterns, right? So for me, when my father passed, I didn't trust life. I was 11 when that happened and he was my whole world. Yeah. Right? And my mom and I, like my little kid perception of my mom is that she hated me. Mm. So it's like I was being left with somebody who is quite abusive and angry and didn't really know me or like me or get me or ask me questions or, you know, so I was like, okay, this is just really, you know, scary. So some of you guys have probably had a trauma like this. And if you really look into it, you can see how it, it creates these patterns that then repeat throughout your life. All of that journey led me to the culmination of all of that coming together um, when I was diagnosed with stage four cancer. When did that happen? So that happened in May of 2015. The doctors actually said that I have five pounds of cancer in my body. Mm. So I had uh, seven brain tumors. One of them was the size of two golf balls in my head. My God. I know. (laughs) It was just wild. (laughs) And, you know, they were in my intestines, my liver, my just all over the place. I mean, they really began escorting me around because they really felt like every moment was my last minute. Mm. And they gave me eight weeks to live tops if the treatment didn't work. And what I found through that journey is that it uncovered these really deep seated patterns, right? Where I had felt not loved, not accepted, that I had felt that life was not serving me and everything was like, if, if your dad can die and he's the most important thing in your life at the age of 11, anything and everything can happen. There's nobody serving you in the highest. There's no God watching out for you. You know, there's no source because source, God, universe, all the same thing, right? So that's really the core of what came up, you know? And it was really, what's interesting is when you go through something like this with your body as well, it has you face things that are so deep in your system that it becomes kind of your beef with God. Like, what what do you have with life? You You think that life is out to get you. You think that life doesn't love you. You think that you're not, you don't deserve to be loved by this 
eternal love. And it brought up all these super deep-seated patterns. And, and through the process of going through cancer and just literally falling apart, like that, when you get, if you get diagnosed with something, you guys, allow yourself to fall apart. It's one of the healthiest things you could ever do. Best thing that could ever happen to you. But when you're told that you have eight weeks to live, what did you tell yourself? You know, the first moment was like shock and fear and wanting to run. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how can I hide from this? Because this is terrifying, right? I find that there's kind of two parts of us. There's this little one or this little part of us that has fear and is hurt, you know, and is angry about all the stuff that's been done to her before she's healed, really has all these patterns and all this uncertainty. And then I've also developed this other part of myself, which is completely divine. Right. So a lot of you guys probably feel like you go in and out of this, right? You're like, I feel really good. I'm really aligned with life and everything's great and magical. I'm in the flow. And then, you know, a day later, moments later, you're like, oh my God, I reacted. And now I'm in a, you know, so those are kind of the two worlds, the little one and the divine self. So just after being diagnosed, I checked in with my guides and angels and my divine self. And I was like, Hey, am I going to be okay? And they're like, yep, you're going to be fine. And I was like, Oh, and it was really weird. This sense of joy came in, like knowing that, uh, that this was the journey home, that my, that I was strong enough and close enough to source that it was time to come all the way home. And I was being presented with this journey that I know I agreed to before I came. Right. You know, I've even had awarenesses of exactly when I triggered it exactly when I said, yep, I'm ready. I want to go home. I want to be so close to love that I always feel at love. You know, I want to be so close to, you know, our guides and angels and, and who I truly am that, that nothing else exists. Right. And in that call to action, that was the time to have cancer, to end all those patterns, to let go of that separation that I had as a child and, and really just come home to love because that's what life's about. You know, there are so many directions we could go with this, but as I hear what you just said, and assuming that I'm subscribing to the similar belief that we contract everything in advance for our soul's highest and best evolution, which by the way, is the good for all, right? Because the more self-loving you are and the more you are connected to the divine essence that is the truth of who you are, the greater impact that you can make that's so authentic and so loving, so compassionate, so empathetic, which is what you do. You help tens and hundreds of thousands of people uncover anything that could be, you know, an obstacle or preventing them from experiencing that divine love. So there are a lot of stories around helplessness and that victimness around getting cancer. So had you already started on your spiritual journey and this awareness of your divine self, you talked about the difference of the little girl and the divine self, that you could even know to to just experience that as a potential gift or even ask your guides, how you're going to be. I mean, when did that start for you? Where you moved out of the 11 year old, you know, and riddled with like, you know, what others thought of you and all the things that we experienced in your twenties. But when did you wake up to your divinity? Well, it's interesting because it feels like I was given a path where I wake up in incremental steps so that I can give those incremental steps to everyone. (laughs) I relate girl. Yeah. It's like, okay. And then the next lesson is, um, so, so it's really been like, when I actually was diagnosed with cancer, I had just launched a high-end coaching program. Mm. You know, I had hundred people at $15,000 a piece joining me for a year for this deep program. And then I got diagnosed with cancer. Wow. So it's like, 
I think we all know what life is meant to be. Like we all know who we truly are deep within ourselves. Like we all have an awareness that we are meant to, to be that great and life is meant to be different. I, I feel like we all have that. So, you know, I had a lot of knowledge and a lot of knowing and a lot of ability to teach, but through the cancer process, I really emerged a whole different level of love, a whole different level of connection. Mm-hmm. So I knew that it was serving me in the highest, but here's a trick going through something like that and having life challenge you or disappoint you. And, and, you know, when you're falling to your knees, you have to be willing to feel what that little one is feeling. You can't just bring in the divine self at first and go, yeah, this is all happening for your highest good. She's like, F you and your freaking highest good. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm in pain right now. Like I'm, I'm looking at every moment I ever regretted in my life that I didn't live, that I didn't love. Like, you know, I'm looking at how, why, what did I do? How did I deserve this? Like you can't spiritually bypass what's yes. coming up. Right. So you have to go through the stuff that's coming up. And there's three simple questions I can give you guys for anything that's coming up that's emotional. You just ask your little one, go into the mirror and look into your own eyes and say, you know, what are you most scared of here? Mm. And then she'll start talking. Let her be scared. Let her express or him. Right. And these three questions, what are you most scared of? What are you most hurt by? And what are you most angry at? Mm. What I found is... Every feeling, whether it be disappointment, frustration, unworthiness, it all fits under fear, anger, and hurt. If you can ask your little one those questions, it'll unearth everything that's going on. And then you'll begin to feel some spaciousness show up, like the emotions have actually been cleared. And then at that point, you can step into your divine self and hug your little one and say, everything she needs to hear. I love you. I'm here for you. I will never leave you. I'm so sorry that I left you here. You know, whatever those things are. It's a very powerful process. Very powerful. I remember you sharing that as a gift. You had an audio uh, version of that and it played out for multiple modules and you gave it to all of us at that New Year's Eve gathering um, as a gift. And many of us did it right away. And you recall, you met me and I was just in bliss and just, ah, love. I had just been to Iowa, you know, doing ayahuasca. (laughs) You know, I was in my divinity. And yet simultaneously, there was a lot of fear, hurt, and anger that I was unaware of that I was unconscious to, which, which is all of us, right? If we're really radically honest. Yeah. And so I remember doing the work that you had sent. I was listening to it in my car and I was looking at myself in the eyes through my rearview mirror and I was pulled over to the side of the road. I was not driving y'all. I just burst into tears. And I was like, oh my God, that's all there. And I had no idea, right? Because sometimes we can bypass even those who we consider ourselves conscious and aware. And like you, though, I emerge incrementally. And that was so powerful for me. And I remember many of us on our thread, on our WhatsApp thread, who were all at that same event, we were all beginning to share, yes, me too. I listen. Yes, I cried. So I highly, highly encourage everyone listening to go through those questions and ask yourself and look yourself right in the eyes in the mirror because you can't escape. The truth will come. And then you don't bypass. And I love that you came full circle with that story because I remember experiencing it and it was so beautiful. See, Rika, when I look at you and as I experience you, you know, some dinners and some Zoom fun party calls over COVID, you seem to just be living in pure joy, pure love, pure peace at all times. But I know you're human, 
right? And I know that you're interconnected to the divinity world and higher consciousness, but yet you still got the same stuff that you got to deal with, the same bills to pay, the same deadlines to get to. So where do you get triggered now that you've woken up and fully recovered from the cancer, had your own healing, which you completely healed yourself? That story's so beautiful. But what happens now when you find yourself getting triggered or in reaction and you're like, wait, this is so before 2015. <laughs> I thought I knew better. <laughs> right? You know, I find that the juice behind the trigger gets lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter. The more you let go of the fear, the more you let go of the anger and the hurt, instead of it being like a trigger and you're automatically clobbered with protecting yourself and fighting against your boyfriend and, and like, you know, running away and withdrawing and I hate you and I don't want to be hurt and whatever. Cause triggers like just, they have so much content in them. If you ever triggered, please go to the mirror, ask your little one, you know, what are you most scared of? Let her talk. What are you most hurt by? Let her talk. And then let her, you know, express her anger. It's okay. It's letting it go. It's leaving, not coming. It's not actually coming up. It's leaving your system. So I've done so much of this work with so much that has left my system that triggers are a little bit more now for me where I go, wait, what is that? And it's like, you're a little this, like a little you have a little irritation or a little, you're connected to a little sadness. And then what that usually is, is that I thought about somebody and I got connected to what they were feeling and they're still in my field. Mm. Right. So here's the thing, you guys, like, I know right now we have COVID-19 going on, right? There is a lot of stuff flying. People are scared, they're anxious, they're lonely, they're in dire need of connection, you know, actually to themselves truly and to the source in all of us. So there's a lot of stuff going around. So it's really important now more than ever, one, to embody this self-love, right? When you feel the emotions coming up, like go to the mirror, love yourself, mm-hmm. be that divine parent, that, that heals that little one, right? Because that is so incredibly important. And then also allow yourself to actually cut your cords. Every time you watch the news, <laughs> before I would actually go into a state of super consciousness before I watched the news myself. <laughs> I would get so deep in source that nothing could connect to me. And then afterward, I would check in and go, okay, is there anything that I am, is taking me down? Is there anything that's still lingering here. And I would go, okay, so let's cut the cords, you know, and you can ask Archangel Michael if you want to. I mean, I do that. Or you can just say, cut all the cords. And then you can ask also, uh, you know, higher beings or angels to just take over those cords so that they can keep serving because all of us love so much. We're like, oh my God, this can't be happening. I want to care for these people. Can I send them food? Can I, right? And then our energy goes out into that caring and we get attached and we don't realize it, but we're actually inviting in that anxiety that, you know, and it doesn't allow us to be peaceful. And the thing is, is that if we can stay in peace and love, we can offer that love, which actually heals the loneliness. We can offer the love that actually heals the anxiety. We can offer the love that heals the fear. Like all of these are actually not real emotions. They're not really what's going on. They're self-created, right? They're, they're part of that illusion of being separate from love itself. I so, think a true global pandemic. Yes, it is. Isn't it just so true? This is just shedding light on a massive opportunity for humanity to heal 
And I love what you're saying. And I have a lot of moms that listen who are saying, are you kidding? I'm not giving more love right now. (laughs) That's all I'm doing. I'm the mother. I'm the maid. I'm the housekeeper. I'm the tutor. I'm the teacher. I'm the trainer. I'm the wife. I'm all these things. And I don't have any time for myself. But so what you're really saying though, or what I hear you saying is, yes, give the love, but not without filling up your own self with your own self-love, your divine love, your essence, your true nature. Yes. Yes. And here's the thing too, is like, what if it was about increasing your receiving of that love Mm. so that that love just flows through? Yes. Right. The thing is, as well, is that it's like, we believe that we live within this small box of what we believe is true and what we think is true. And then we experience life through that really small box. Mm -hmm. But what if what's happening is beyond that box is there's infinite energy. There's infinite love, infinite peace, infinite joy. It's not actually really ours. I mean, yours or mine. It's actually ours. It's actually what is. So if you can kind of open up to tap into that love and invite that love, invite yourself to receive that love, you can give it infinitely because it's infinite, right? So if it's, if you're kind of stuck in the idea of, oh, it's my love and it's just so much to give, you're going to run out of love because it's not actually yours. It's everything that is, right? So it's really a shift in perception. Like it's amazing how our perception really creates our experience, And so everything is about whatever level of consciousness that we're actually functioning from. So do you want me to give the the listeners um, the six principles that that life force energy, love source actually functions from that just would allow them to align with it real quickly? Yes, I would love it. I've never taught this teaching this quickly, but I bet you I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... So the thing about these six principles as well is they handle every limiting belief. Every limiting belief falls under one of these categories. So just by running them, you're eliminating all the limiting beliefs. Oh my goodness. Let's rock and roll. Right? Right. Yeah. It's like we all know that there's a power greater than us at work in our lives Mm -hmm. and here, right? But do you know how to connect with that power? Do you know how to align with that power? Mm. Right? This is how to do it. But before I do that too, these principles align with quantum physics. Okay. So they're just what is, they're not like some belief system. They're just like, oh, this is what actually is. If I don't have any perception of belief, it's just what remains. Mm. So you're connecting yourself to something that already is this way and functions this way naturally. It's just what energy does. So it really takes you out of all the self-imposed stuff and into a greater level of alignment with, with love, with source. So ready. The first principle is I am loved by source. These are affirmations. Yeah, but what's wild about affirmations, you can run affirmations if they're true for you, everyone, and everything. Beautiful. Totally. I actually wouldn't recommend running affirmations if they aren't true for everything and everyone. Yes. So what I was asking is, because I'm going through this with my listeners at the same time, is are these things we're supposed to be repeating out loud or just to write down? Yeah, no, no, no. Repeat them out loud with me. We can do that process together. Let's start again. Take two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, So the thing with these principles is that it's like the difference between a belief and the truth is the truth is true for you, everyone, and everything. Yes. Beliefs are not. So that's how you can tell, like, am I in a belief and therefore in an illusionary perception and experience, or am I actually standing in the truth? And so you can check in with your beliefs. This is true for everything and everyone. 
if it is, go for it. it it'll take no energy to have that be the way it is because it's true, right? So the beliefs require a lot of energy for us to, you know, it's put exhausting. exhausting. So the first is I am loved by source. So quantum physics actually tells us and shows us that everything is actually made of energy. Us, the chair you're sitting on, your car, your steering wheel, all made of made of energy. So we're actually all made of the same energy of source, right? And so another name for that is love. It's the same thing for me, right? So we are that love or that life force energy and that life force energy is flowing through us. So that love is in the process of loving. Mm, Yes. Right. And therefore we're being loved. Like if we're alive, we're being loved. It's just the way it is. Beautiful. Right. Okay. So uh, for on behalf of everybody else, (laughs) allow yourself, Michelle, just to feel into that field of being loved and even imagine that everything is just loving you and that you are already loved and everything is just already loved. And everybody can repeat after me. I now accept the truth. I now accept the truth that I am loved by all of source, Mm, that I'm loved by all of source. We can take a deep breath and just breathe that in. Just rest in that. Good. Isn't that beautiful? So good. Feels great. So our next principle is I am one with source. I am one with source. Yeah. So I'm loved by source. It gets you out of all the beliefs of I'm not loved. I'm not worthy. I'm, you know, don't deserve this possibility. I I don't deserve this business opportunity. All that stuff about not being loved, right? I am one with source gets you out of all the ways in which you're limiting your energy. So when you're one with infinite energy, you have infinite energy. If it's your energy, you're limiting it through your perception. Isn't that amazing? So it allows you to create businesses and and albums and, and creations and all kinds of amazing things and have the energy of source be the thing that's fueling it instead of you which by the way, you now do all those things <laughs> from the little girl who couldn't get on a stage and sing, which was her main dream, right? Just yeah. a little segue in there y'all and for a treat once you begin to follow Miss Rika. Okay. So yes, I love this principle number two. Isn't it great? So then allow yourself everyone to feel out into the field of just being one with everything hmm. and that you're one with this source energy, this love and that it can fuel everything for you that you don't actually have a your energy. You just have the infinite energy that is. And that's just what's coming through. Good. You can feel that. It's a very expansive space in you, right? So go ahead and say, I now accept. I now accept. That I am one with source. I am one with source. Yeah. Good. You guys have the biggest smile on my face and I am not trying to do this. The smile is just like radiating out of my soul. I feel so much joy. Oh, it's, it's relieving just to be one. Yes. Oh, so yeah. much energy drain to try to put myself in a little limiting box. Right? Right? <laughs> okay, so take a breath, everyone. Just breathe in that you're already one with source and everything is. It's just the way it is. We're all one with all this energy. Good. So the next principle is awesome because it's going to stop you from stopping you. <laughs> Okay. This principle is I am being served by source. 
in the highest. Now, it might take some life lessons to really get this. I had to go through cancer to realize, oh my God, I'm, this was actually serving me. Mm. This is bringing me into a greater level of love, my soul, my right. So it's actually true. Everything is serving you in the highest. Every experience in your life is serving you in the highest. Every moment is serving you in the highest. It's serving you as the creator based on wherever you've put your creator energy and whatever the next step for your soul is. It's just what's up. It's just what's happening. Okay. So now expand out into the field and just feel how everything is serving everything in the highest. And it's just the way source functions. It's just the way it is. You see it in nature. Molecules do this. It's just the way it is. And go ahead and say, I now accept the truth. I now accept the truth. That I am being served by source. That I am being served by source. In the highest. In the highest. And feel that love and that gratitude. Feel your heart fill up and overflow with this love. Mm. The awareness that you're loved, that you're one, and that you're being served is so awesome. So good. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, the more you fill up your knees, it'll just drop you to your knees if you really allow yourself to do this, guys. Please don't drive. Pull over and just allow yourself to do this because this is this is it. And for you guys too, the more you fill your heart with love and gratitude. So let's just take a moment and do that. So think about something that you're really grateful for. Like could be your dog or you know, your family, your loved ones, your babies, like your children. Like, what are you really grateful for? Good. The more gratitude you embody, the more the principles completely land. Okay. Yes. So let's go on to the fourth principle. This is awesome. I am received by source. Mm, I am received by source. Yeah. So source is source. You know, God is God. Um, Source has always been source, right? Like God has never been something other than what it is. So, and we're made of that. So how could we not be received by that in which we already are? Mm, Yes. Right. And this, oh, it eliminates that whole thing of like, I'm trying to be received or like, I really want people to get me. I really want them to acknowledge me. All the ways in which you're pushing yourself forward to be received. Mm -hmm. You can just sit in the deep divine awareness that you're already received. And then from there, what kind of life can you create? Holy smokes, you'd be infinite in possibility. already know you're enough if you already know you're worthy if you already know you're safe and love in fact you don't even wouldn't even recognize the word safe because yeah. you're just in pure love and oneness that's exactly it imagine this now i understand your reactions it's like oh i kind of recognize this oh that's what that is it's old i see okay go to the mirror right i get yeah. it <laughs> yeah between these two processes you really have the keys of the universe Because you have the keys to heal your little one, and then you have the keys to um, develop the maturity of your divine self to sit in truth. Mm. And both of them work together to create just the most magical, peaceful, loving, beautiful life ever. So now just feel your heart with that love and gratitude and just feel it bigger and bigger and bigger until it's overflowing and overflowing and overflowing. And then feel that love got into the universe, feeling how you are already received. 
by love itself, like by source, by God, whatever you want to call it, you're already received. And feel how everybody and everything is already received too. So it's effortless. Like it's no work, just being loved, received, accepted, you know, like acknowledged, seen, that you're already known, that source already supports you and accepts you, acknowledges who you are. It's all good. So take a breath and just breathe that in. And go ahead and say, I now accept. I now accept that I am already received by source. I'm already received by source. Mm, doesn't that feel great? Deep, deep, deep. Woo! <laughs> All right, we got two more principles for you, real quick here, guys. So, our next principle is I am infinite in source, right? So, here's the thing source energy is made of infinite possibility. Okay, it just is. It they're waveforms and particle particles at the same time. And those particles and waveforms, they exist in all dimensions. Basically, everything's infinite, everything's possible, and depending on your perception, it arrives as your reality. Like anything is possible for you. That's what quantum physics is actually telling us and showing us. So it's just true. <laughs> so allow yourself to feel that love in your heart, that gratitude, and that freedom of, of playing in the possibility, right? It's like, yes, oh, I have to be stuck in limitation. I'm free in possibility yeah. and feel how everything and everyone is free in infinite possibility. And it's just the truth. It's just what everything's made of. Mm. And then go ahead and say, I now accept I now accept that I am infinite in source, but I am infinite in source. Everything is infinite. Everything is infinite. My life is infinite. My life is infinite. Anything is possible for me. Anything is possible for me. Everything is possible for me. Everything is possible for me. Doesn't that feel great? Taking a breath (laughs) and just breathing that down to your body and to your feet. Just letting those infinite possibilities return through your body and being. Oh, so good. I feel electric. Can't you feel it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I run these usually twice or three times a day. Oh, my God. I mean, I feel it. Okay, principle number six. Principle number six. Okay, this is awesome. This is what takes manifestation to a whole nother level. Okay, and real quick, the CIA also confirmed that this was the way it was. So in in these, you know, release CIA documents, they had studied manifestation. Like, how do you manifest what you want? And they found that when people went into a state of something already being, already having it, it then influenced the greater hologram, mm. right? So what we do is in ourselves, we, we get to the space of it is already this way. Mm. And as we do that, the outer hologram cannot help but fall in line with it already being that way for you. Yes. Yeah. So, and here's the thing. This is the way. Like we we're already loved. We're already one. We're already being served, right? We're already infinite and we're already received. Like source is already source. It's always been source. It will never not be source. And the other thing this does, it absolutely eliminates the ego because the ego can't function from something already being done. It's all about searching to try to find, to try to get, to try to become, right? So it completely cuts it off to where you can go, you know what? I am all ready. And then you're in this super conscious manifestation state. So go ahead and say, so feel this, that 
all of your life and everything, man, it's already here. It's already done. Like, and go ahead and say, the truth is I am already loved. Truth is I'm already loved. (laughs) I am already one. I am already one. I am already being served. I am already being served. I am already received. I'm already received. I am already infinite. I am already infinite. This is the way everything and everyone already is. This is the way everything and everyone already is. Ah, there we go. And so feel how that already done state gets to come in. And then from here, what do you already have? What do you already, and this can be something that you're manifesting, what you think is in the future, bring it into the now, into the already, and then just express gratitude for it. Oh, thank you, source. Thank you for bringing me this beautiful man in my life who is so loving. I like you know. I can read mine. Uh, (laughs) He was three inches from my face. Yeah. Wow. I can see him. Oh my God. Wow. (laughs) Ian's face. I just knew he was there and his, his sternum was up, shoulders were back and he was just holding such a presence, just letting me know like, this is it. This is real. Yes. I'm here. I'm here. I've always been here. Yeah. Thank you for finally being able to receive me. Yes. (laughs) It's kind of like your journey of Finding out that you're loved, finding out that you're one, finding out that you're served, finding out that you're received, and finding out that you're infinite is now done. Yes. It completes every pattern so that you can actually receive what is energetically in store for you in source. It is freaking outrageous. That's pretty amazing, Rika, because everyone listening to my podcast knows that I'm a big dreamer. I'm always talking about dreaming and expanding and living your legacy and really following those nudges and, you know, being brave because that's a lot of my listeners. It's like, can I really do that? But we have to first get through these things, right? So I love the process of the five-year-old little girl or the little boy and you, right? Look yourself in the mirror and go through those three questions and address, you know, the fear, the hurt, and the anger. But to go through these six principles and you are not aware of what my big dreams, my big goals are right now. There could be a hundred different things that would have come in into our energetic field while I just went through that sixth principle, but you saw him. Yeah, I know he's coming closer. My listeners know, and they're excited for me and I'm excited for them and whomever it is that they're calling in as well. But that was like so real, but I think it was so real and so vivid for both of us. That's why I asked you a moment ago, could you feel it? And of course you could, Eureka, but Eureka. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you could, because we open up to pure divine energy and Pure divine energy doesn't know the difference between technology and a Zoom call or the fact that we're separated by a couple hundred miles right now, right? It's just one right now already done. Yep. And in pure divine energy, he is already here. So by living and being in that, oh God, I love waking up with him in the morning. Oh, I love having coffee with him. Oh my God, we go on trips together. It is so, that is literally how you manifest. But before you move into alignment, you can't get there. Like you've got to move into alignment with that you're loved, that you're one, that you're served, that you're received, and that you're infinite before you can step into it truly being authentic. Mm. That Because you're already complete. 
You're already here. You just don't have the access, most of us, without first going through, you know, addressing the little child in us, the one that's hurt and afraid and has the rage, right? And that will come up from time to time. Whenever I go do really deep sort of spiritual work, I'm like, oh, Hi, Rage. Didn't know you were in there today, right? All right. <laughs> it's so awesome. And I remember when we were having dinner with Natalie Ledwell and Brandy Gilmore, and both the ladies have also been on this show. Um, so my listeners are familiar with you gorgeous souls. But I remember at one point, Natalie asking me, and the four levels of consciousness, where would you say you are right now? And I was like, well, in this very moment, I'm feeling very level four, but let's be real. Today, it was all four, right? Like, we're just kind of vacillating. And the more that we can just be okay with that and not judge it, but then we have these access points that you just offered. We can come right back if you can't get there naturally or organically on your own. You can just do this simple but powerful process right now. Just don't do it while you're driving. It's amazing. It takes like two minutes, like, you know, and you grow in it. Every time I say it, I go, oh, that's really what that means. It's like, it's the coolest thing. Like source, you know, love is always expanding itself to the next level of our own awareness of how magical everything is, how magical we are. Mm. You know, it's, it's incredible. So yeah, that's a shortcut process to like being totally enlightened. It's incredible. Like a different human. And I came into this call feeling really good and really light, really clear, but I just feel like I'm, yeah, at another level right now that Mm. feels very familiar and really resonant. You know, it's like, yes, that's home. That's where love is home. And that's where you are. Thank you for coming back. (laughs) It's so beautiful. Thank you for this. My goodness. You know, this is, I didn't even know what to expect. I've been looking forward to this call ever since you and I met um, and scheduled just the line for us to, to be able to talk today. My goodness. There's so much that you provide so much that you offer. Where can my listeners find you? Where's a good place to start? Well, I have a a free program on my site, which is like identifying your top number one belief and then helping you transform it and then take your life to the next level. So if you love what you've heard here today, you can just go to rikazimmerman.com, rikazimmerman.com for that free gift. Yeah, and I think actually what you meant to say, um, you're just downloading right now, you probably couldn't have said it, is our number one uh, limiting belief. Yes. Yes. How funny, you're in such pure consciousness right now. You're like, your number one belief is like, no, it's a limiting belief. (laughs) And I know that because I was at your site and I was like, what is the number one limiting belief? So yes, y'all go over there and pick up that beautiful free training and dive into all things Rika. So I will add uh, your website to my show resources as well as your Instagram handle because that's a beautiful place just to get to know your spirit. You're nothing but pure love. And for anyone who's not really connected to themselves, they can be like, is that really real? Let me just say, yes, it is. Yes, it is. (laughs) If you do this, if you do this work, these simple principles, you will come back to that love for yourself as well. It can be that free. It can be that beautiful every single day. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you so much. I love you. (laughs) You're amazing. (laughs) Thank you, my love, for coming on today. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fire and Soul podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.